On today's episode of Bet Bath & Beyond, Andy and Ian talk about literally every sport on the planet. We talk NFL, NBA, Wimbledon, soccer. We talk about Zed Run, of course. And I'm looking at horses to buy myself. You're not going to want to miss it. Three, two, one, go. I am Ian Peacock. And I am Andy Heideman. And I hate sports betting. No matter what you say, I'm betting hundred on it tonight. Welcome to Bet Bath and Beyond. Brought to you by B3T Sports. Dot com. Dot com. We have Andrew. Shut up. We have <laughs> A lot to talk about. We yes, have a we lot. do. Oh, boy. And I want to first start off. I mean, we could pick. This weekend was such a crazy weekend in sports. We it could, was. We could literally throw a dart and start with anything that we want. And That's funny. I see what you did there. Do you want to talk about the darts championship? <laughs> Are you? Was there a darts championship? No, but that would have been funny. That would have been like so perfect. <laughs> that would have been great. But no. I want to start with Mike Tyson buying a Zed Run horse. Of course you do. <laughs> I mean, that's fair. I, honestly, I, I'm curious how quickly this picks up steam and how uh, how quickly I won't be able to buy a horse because they'll be all sold out. Uh, so I haven't been in the crypto space for long, but I will tell you just in my short time in the crypto space that things will catch fire so quickly and pump so fucking hard that you'll you blink and all of a sudden there's a pump right. cycle and you're like holy shit prices are 100x what they were yesterday that's how quickly the crypto space moves i i'm nervous because like i said i really want a horse i keep looking but now that iron mike tyson has entered the ring <laughs> haha i'm going to have probably i feel like i'm going to have issues now that's the name of his horse. If you didn't get it, the name of Mike Tyson's horse that he bought is called Iron Mike Tyson. I mean, that's a that's great branding. It's a good name, yeah, and and it's from Mike Tyson's official Ethereum wallet. So, I mean, good for him. It could just I, be. It could just be a ploy. I've seen some celebrities, Jay Z being one of them, recently. Oh, I've seen no. some celebrities enter the crypto space and buy you know, something that has a really good following, like a really strong right. branded following just to get people paying attention to them. <gasps> and then they drop their own NFT. So Jay-Z just did this like a couple weeks ago. He bought a crypto punk, which is like the creme de la creme of Ethereum based uh, collectibles. And everyone got everyone talking about it on Twitter. He even posted it. He even set it as his Twitter profile picture on Twitter. Good. And everyone was talking about it, and it was really just for his NFT launch. He well, still has. It, I, think. I, th- I think he still has the CryptoPunk, but still, I, I don't know. I don't know why he'd sell, but I, I, it's cool. Again, we knew that this was going to be a thing. Um, I'm. I don't know. That, I'm curious about the next celebrity who will get into it. But there's going to be tons. There's going to be tons, and some will stay, and some will not. Paris Hilton. Paris Hilton has already been in the space for a while. Well, yeah, um, but not the Zed Run space. Oh no, not the as far as I know. As for, honestly, it wouldn't surprise That's true. me. Who knows if Paris anonymously had one of the biggest stables in Zed Run because she's been <laughs> in the NFT crypto space for yeah, that's why I... for kind of a while now. She's kind of becoming a veteran, and to become a veteran in the crypto space, you only need a, two months under your belt, right, and you've seen right. everything. You've been doing this forever. Yeah, dude, time moves so slowly in crypto space. Um, I feel like I've been in it for years already. Uh, Is it okay, aging you dramatically. Uh, hopefully doing the opposite. Hopefully it's making me enough money so that I can pay for a cryogenic chamber in uh-huh. Alcor Institute back in Arizona, uh, Phoenix, Arizona. Obviously. And I can freeze my body if and when I die, if medicine, modern medicine, hasn't immortalized us by that point. Good luck. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, will yeah. you be joining me 
in the immortal train. Uh, yeah, did you buy an, an extra pod? <laughs> Maybe. Well, Andrew, okay. Here's what going back to Zed Run, because I could go on a weird fucking tangent with the immortality thing. And I, I totally would. And I think I have. You have with with Zed Run, I think it's important that you buy something that's super cheap. So it's breaking news. Okay. I actually should have started the episode talking about this first. Black Pearl Stables, the stables that I own with Zed Run, home of fingers, as we all know, fingers, fucks. Home of fingers. Home of fingers. I'm going to make t-shirts and it's just going to, on the back of them, it's going to say home of fingers. Uh, I have, uh, I would like to announce that Black Pearl Stables has officially acquired, signed another horse, uh, a Z13 Buterin, okay? His parents are Z8 Buterin and a Z5 Finney. And he has coral, uh, coral wave, something, fire coral. Fuck, it's sure. a rare coat. It's a rare fire red coat. It's fuck, it fucks, okay? It fucks. Uh, I bought him that pretty cheap. I bought him at 0.08 uh, ether, and it was like almost the floor at the time. And I did notice he had been raced. He was not unraced. He had some races under his belt. Most of his races were in the low teens, and he even had some single-digit odds which automatically stood out for me because a right. horse being single that digit low odds are just good they're good single digit odds are good um anything under 10 i would i would categorize as good odds oh, yeah. uh it was a, he, had, he had a rare coat he was a legendary meaning that he came from two genesis parents so not that far off from genesis line themselves uh you usually you typically and i hope people are writing this down i really hope people have a notepad out a piece of paper and they're writing this down usually you're seeing crossbreed horses whether it's a buterin and a finney or a buterin and a zasbo usually you're seeing more success with crossbreeding okay uh so that kind of checked why, all the is boxes there a reason for that or did they do they say why or is it just something people are noticing something that people are noticing yep Okay. So uh, obviously Buterin's the most common uh, bloodline. So you're going to get a lot of shitty horses with, with the Buterin bloodline. Yeah, but you're seeing a lot of hybrids that are Buterin because anything bred with a Buterin is automatically a Buterin. But you're seeing that some of these Buterin horses that are doing better than pure Buterins have a little have a little something else. Maybe even knock a blood. Yeah. Yeah, they have a little kick. Uh, so what, definitely pay attention to who the parents are if you're not buying Genesis horses. Uh, I, I think the only I will only buy horses whose parents are Iron Mike Tyson. <laughs> I mean, you could see, he should honestly if Mike Tyson just wanted to make his money back and he then some, he would just breed it because everyone would be like, "Yo, I bred with Mike Tyson's horse." Yeah, that's such a ridiculous fucking sentence. But that's that's a thing. That that'll be a thing. And honestly, I I could see that becoming a thing. Oh, yeah. Like, oh, hey, like all these celebrities or famous athletes. Like, imagine if Tom Brady had a horse on Zed Run. Oh my oh, god, there my would god. be lines out the fucking and it only metaverse. Eats avocado ice cream. <laughs> it doesn't drink coffee. Uh, <laughs> it kisses its horse sons on the lips. Uh, but uh. <laughs> Tom versus Tom. Tom versus time. Uh, but this will be a thing. I have already uh, see it happening. More celebrities are going to come into the to the Zed Run space, NFT space in general. But it's going to become kind of a luxury thing to breed with celebrity horses. Uh, all right. Is there anything? Is there more uh, Zed Run stuff you want to talk about? This is, Absolutely. I'm just asking. Absolutely. Okay, I could talk. It. I could talk about Zed Run. Well, I know all day. there is stuff you could talk about, but we got a okay. lot of sports shit. To talk okay. Okay. Fine. Uh, well, let's go back to the horse I bought real quick because he okay, does okay. deserve a spotlight. Like I said, a Z13 Buterin from a Finney and a and a, a Buterin, so he's a, he's a hybrid. Uh, his name is T with Ozzy. Again, I did not name him. He came already sure. raced. I actually, when you first hear it, you're like, okay, that's a random name, T with Ozzy. But then you look at his parents, and his two Genesis parents are called T Time and Ozzy Osbourne. So it's actually kind of a creative way of naming the offspring, T with Ozzy. So I didn't mind it. <laughs> I didn't no, mind. Just... I didn't mind. I didn't mind. I was, yeah. What do you think? I, I thought it was a cool name. 
I don't think it's bad. No, I know. I was just I wanted to hear what your initial thoughts were before I like. I think that it's fine. Is it O Z Z I or O Z Z Y? It's O Z Z Y. Who the fuck? Okay. Is, what the fuck you is O Z Z I? But you don't name them. Well, exactly. I'm just saying you don't name them. The Zebra for sure. People. No, I don't name them. And so that's why that's why I'm saying like that's why I was curious. And if you're if it was wondering, OZZI, I would still read it, Ozzy. <laughs> okay, shut up. If you're wondering, if you're un- wondering who gets to name these horses, well, Genesis horses, the horses that are minted by Zed Run, the company that makes the game, they actually name those Genesis horses themselves. So you, you can never name a Genesis horse. They already come right. pre-named. However, once you start breeding the Genesis horses to make more babies, legendary, exclusive, elite, etc., whoever has the female horse whoever owns the female horse gets the offspring and that's because they pay a stud fee to the male now when you keep the off what 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 percentage of uh like say uh kentucky derby winners are male to female like what's the split that's actually that's a good question that i don't know i actually don't know fingers is female fingers is a female right right uh, I mean, I this up while you're talking. I do know that specifically on the Zed Run secondary market, females typically go twice, maybe three times as much as males, and that's because you get to keep the horse. So if you have a female horse, you're typically not paying a lot compared to a new horse <clears throat> on the stud farm fee. So you're only paying a fraction to actually get another horse. So that's why females are, are a lot more expensive on the secondary market. It's because you can actually, and you there are breeding limits. You can only breed once a month if, if you have a female. So it's not like you're just popping babies out of you all the live long day. But every month, you pretty much get a discount on a new horse if you're breeding your female horse on the reg. Now, where was I going with this? I don't remember. But I will say, T with Ozzy is continuing. I've raced him a a good number of times, actually. I think he had 11 races when I got him. He had zero wins. I think he only came in second once. So he had a 0-1-0 record, first, second, third. He only came in second place out of 11 races, no first or third. And since I've gotten him, I think I've raced him around 10 times specializing in short distance a thousand to 1200 meter races uh and he gets pretty good odds he gets uh like eight or nine on like the 1200 and then a thousand he's probably around the 10 to 12 odds which again is is perfectly in line to where i got him on the secondary market He's coming first. He got his first win two Ooh. days ago. So yes. Yeah, so he's how, how many good. total races did you say he had when you bought him? Eleven. Eleven. I mean, that's not enough for to know. Not a large reason. sample size at all. So it was a big risk. I mean, it's always a risk, but it it was a pretty big risk for me because I was dealing with a very small sample size when I looked at his previous races. And, and it's tough because you need. I mean. The more races, the better to determine whether or not it's a winner or not, right? I mean, even if you had 50 races or 100 races, it's still who fucking knows. I mean, the law of stats is the more, the better, right? Yeah, no, exactly. If you're going to try to establish an average. But, uh, you know, the odds of a horse being a winner versus a loser, I mean, I would probably always assume that you're probably getting a loser just because of the way it's set, right? Right. So, I mean, 11, it's like, that is such a big risk. I mean, if you have, that's why those horses where you look on on the third market and you see that like, oh, they've raced 12 times. Oh, they have four wins and maybe a second place. People will pay a fuck ton of money for that because they'll be like, what if this is the trend? Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. A lot of people are making a killing if your horse does well really early on because that could be a sign that you have a, a fucking champion, but it also could be a sign that you just got lucky. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but yeah, so I just wanted to highlight T, T with T with Ozzy. I almost said T time. T with Ozzy. T with Ozzy. Uh, rare coat, still doing solid. Looking for his second win tonight. I think he came in second two times since I've gotten him and third a few times. So I, I th- I'm... I'm happy. I'm happy so far. Uh, again, I got him pretty fucking cheap. So even if I wanted to to even resell him, bust. yeah, no, I, I think like you could sell him for even less than what you bought him for and get like half your money back, and it's like worth. Well, no, whatever. that's not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying I could definitely get more. It, it was one oh, of those because well, you got a first place. 
Well, it was just one of those things where he was listed so cheap to begin with. I could have just immediately flipped him as soon as I bought him for maybe maybe 50 to 100 bucks profit. But I'd much rather just actually have him in my stable and race him. And now that exactly, now that I've gotten him a win and a couple other placements like second and third place, he's probably more valuable and his odds aren't really fluctuating that hard. So he's still getting decent odds. Um, all right. The next most important piece of news. Okay. And, and now that we've spent the first 15 minutes of the podcast talking right. about virtual horse racing, let's talk about real sports because th- this past no, weekend, no, 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 no. We're going to, we're going to, we're going to talk about virtual sports again for a second. <laughs> okay. Actually, I'm totally down. I'm so down. LeBron Fuck. James is a playable Fortnite character. Oh my God, dude. <laughs> That's it. That's the whole thing. And just because of Space Jam, they're doing a bunch of promos? Yeah. Well, I don't know if it's just because of Space Jam. They've done NFL. Like, they don't do NFL players, but they do NFL, like, jerseys where, like, you can buy a bundle and then you can play, like, your guy will dress in all 32. Like, you could pick one of the 32 NFL jerseys and you could pick different color pants and stuff. Like, Fortnite is crazy when it comes to the licensing stuff that they get done. Those deals oh, are yeah. insane. Epic games. It's in the fucking yeah, games. Nuts. Epic games. It's insane. Um, no, what were you going to say before I decided that we were going to talk about Fortnite, LeBron James? Well, just I was going to start down the fucking list of all the fucking sports that happened this weekend. Can I do that? Is that okay? Yeah, I, let's, let's, let's go. Okay, let's start with we ended the podcast last Friday with a bet. Okay, we did it was, two bets. We did. Oh, well, yeah, we did two bets. It was on the NBA Finals second game. Uh, I picked the Bucks. And I picked the under, and the Phoenix Suns killed the Bucks for they game did. two. And I think the over was never in jeopardy. Actually, no, that's not true. In the very early part of the game, in game two, it was a very low-scoring game, and I was like, it was, "Okay." And I was nervous about that. Um, but the, when the second quarter, like the halfway through the second quarter, I was kind of like, "Ah, there's, there's probably gonna hit." Did you just fucking yawn? No, you definitely just yawned like. 15 seconds ago no check the tape i'm gonna check the tape dude i'm gonna <laughs> and you know what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna amplify that yawn so amplify it's just, the yawn so it's loudest yeah fun. assuming there is one but there's not you definitely yawn get some coffee in you you know when we record andrew so you got it look i'm drinking you know what i'm drinking right now i'm drinking bubbly bounce it's caffeinated sparkling what is water. Fuck? just all this fucking you just yawned again bubbly you just water. yawned no again. i did not that sounded like a that sounded like a yawn I was laughing. I said, all this fucking branded bubbly water. <laughs> I do. I love bubbly, man. I love bubbly. Okay. So, Listen, I'm, M- okay. NBA Finals, I lost the bet. Congratulations. You won $10 from me. Uh, that was on Friday. That was on Friday. Now, let's talk Saturday because we had the McGregor fight. Did you watch the McGregor fight Saturday night? Uh, I did not watch it. Uh, I did see, I saw everything on Twitter, though. Um, like, what was it? It was very just in around one and didn't he snap his leg? Yes. So we bought the pay-per-view here in Chicago. We always have a little fight night. At the castle? Yep. At the castle. We were in the crow's nest upstairs uh, with the with the big TV. Fucking great. Right. So it, 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 it's not fight night without the crow's nest. Uh, first, let's talk about some of the fights leading up to the main fight, the McGregor-Poirier fight, and then we'll talk about that. Okay, the, first off. The only one that I saw, I'll start with this. The only one I saw, I don't know their names, but it was the dude with the green hair. Yes. Yes, okay. Andrew. Okay, so that was O'Malley, Sean O'Malley. Yes, yes, And yes. Moutinho. Moutinho's this Boston kid, and he had a green mullet, like a lime, a lime green mullet. Dude, that guy. He would not stop. Was the human. I mean, he was a human punching bag w- with legs. He literally just took, I think, over 200 blows. He took and over wasn't 200. wasn't that his first major fight? He was, yeah, he was a huge underdog. O'Malley was a minus 1,000 odds to win Jesus. that fight. And Moutinho... What, what, was, what was his odds for just the first round, I wonder? Because everyone said he was just going to get destroyed. I don't know. I But, I, like, O'Malley was, like... 
Uh, like he was so favored that I'm pretty sure everyone in America was taking him on a TKO. Like the don't even it's not even going the distance. Like O'Malley is going right. to pummel this lime green lunatic, and he was a fucking lunatic. Except he wouldn't go down. He literally no, just, he would not. And he was marching towards O'Malley the entire fight. He was like I likened it to The Walking Dead that we talk about. Oh. Great show. We watch. The Walking Dead yeah. all the time on this podcast. It was I a Walking Dead wonder, zombie. Though, he well, was a you walking have to dead. wonder if that's smart. Because if he wants a career in fighting, yeah, you can't get you can't just lose. I mean, like if you lose no, no, badly, no, no. I'll that's tell you, bad for you that fight was so good for his career. Hit that well, fight. It was good for his marketing. But I I, I mean like and I, he'll get another fight, I'm sure, just because of like everyone's like, ooh. But but I you know, how many of those can you do? Maybe three? Oh, I mean, like, it's not good for his health. Are you talking about no, health? No, no, exactly. And when your health is like your number one thing when it comes to, well, I don't know about number one thing. It's up there, though, with what you need to be marketable and then also continue your career. So yes. like, he gets another so, one of these, maybe. And then after I that, mean, the doctor's going to be like, you're going to die. <laughs> <laughs> if I die, I die. Listen, yeah, this, kid, this kid just kept, and he was like, on the attack the entire time o'malley just kept tagging him in the fucking face and hopping he around he really and did. you could tell he was like dude why aren't you dying why aren't you dying and mutinia oh, would laugh just say die. something under his breath and continue marching hands down not even defending his fucking like his hands all the way up like what are you doing not even defending his face, dude. And he just got just pummeled. And the memes that came out were just absolutely hysterical. The memes on were good. Uh, the but hair, Mute- though, dude. The hair. The hair was hilarious. His face was fucking pulp. Uh, Herb Dean stopped the fight 30 seconds left in the last round. Uh, and Moutinho wasn't done. Well, like, as soon as he stopped it, Moutinho, who was standing upright, just looks at Herb Dean. He's like, what are you doing? I'm still alive. And Herb Dean's like, Dude, and then he Listen. walked the wrong way, didn't he? <laughs> that was in the first round. Oh, he walked the, the wrong... Round. Yeah, so after the first round... He, like, did a full circle. He literally walked to the wrong corner and then, like, circled the octagon to go back to his corner. He... God. Yeah, he definitely has five years of cte just from that one fight for sure (laughs) but he was 100 percent conscious and there when herb dean stopped the fight now herb dean might have saved his life i don't know what (laughs) happened in those 30 seconds but uh he was still there he was ready to keep fighting and i hope that this kid continues to fight because i'll pay to watch him Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, it was interesting. Again, that was the only, I saw the McGregor fight through Twitter and I saw that fight because everyone was talking about it. Well, let's talk about one of the fights that you didn't see that you should have seen because this kind of has a hybrid with bottom of the barrel NFL news. Your boy, <laughs> your boy yeah. that you love, Greg Hardy, was fighting. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Bam, I, I bam. didn't see any of this, but I did hear about that. Uh, yeah, because you really love Craig Hardy. Well, you know. <laughs> Who does? No. <laughs> anyway. Uh, <laughs> uh, so oh, the heavyweight title was Greg Hardy and this fucking Australian slash Sam- Samoan, <laughs> Samoan dude uh, named Bam Bam. His nickname's Bam Bam. That sounds awful. And he's just this big beer belly like huge guy and he's just like has these like tribal samoan tattoos like the rock and uh he like goes out there and obviously greg hardy's a big boy like greg hardy would fuck anybody up who's not in the mma most likely including including his girlfriend slash fiance (laughs) slash i don't know who she was but uh, including women but not good bam bam i mean Look, whenever you're fighting Greg Hardy, you're obviously going to be the crowd favorite because everyone hates Greg Hardy. Everyone hates that motherfucker. Exactly. Everyone hates Greg Hardy. If you don't know, I think he like beat up his girlfriend on a bed of guns and may have poured bleach on her. I don't know. Allegedly. I don't know the details. Allegedly. He's a piece of shit, dude. He's definitely a piece of shit human being. And uh, he's no longer in the NFL. He used to play for the Cowboys. Um, But... 
whenever you're facing against someone like that, everyone's rooting for you because they want to see justice. They want to see some karma. And holy shit, Bam Bam knocked out Greg Hardy in the first round just with a massive Thank left hook, God. dude. A massive left hook. And just, I mean, big man fall hard. Greg Hardy fucking yeah, fell to the ground, dude. And then this man... In his celebration, I mean, he was an electric factory. In his celebration, goes out into the crowd when he's walking off the uh, the stage or the octagon to go back. He is getting high fives left and right, and he does like three shoeies. He got like someone's shoe, poured beer in it, and just fucking chugged it from someone's shoe. That's what a man a, right there. What a fucking legend. And then right when he went into the tunnel, some dude was waterfalling him like Bud Light from like three balconies away i mean it was just this stream and he was like catching it in his mouth (laughs) can we talk about that for just a second so when they win the uh the stanley cup all the time they drink beer out of that thing right and this guy won his fight he's drinking beer out of these shoes and stuff he's like doing uh you know he's doing a drinking thing um but then you fucking like you rewind to when the bucks won the super bowl and everyone just freaked out because tom brady tossed it from one boat to another why is that uh, like the case? Like everyone could do everything else when they win or win a trophy, but the Lombardi is like sacred. Okay, or some well, shit. first off, let's go back to the incident of Tom Brady throwing the Lombardi trophy uh, across boats. First off, that I mean, was he fucking was drunk. Epic. That was it was. I, I agree. Gronk actually damaged Gronk a Lombardi trophy. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, yeah, Gronk damaged a Lombardi trophy a couple years ago when the Pats won. So, like, but what got... The only reason why we're talking about the Tom Brady thing is, one, because it's Tom Brady, and he's, you know, the sure. GOAT, one of the greatest, you know, athletes in our in our lives, right? Like, that we're going to be able to yeah, watch live. Uh, so, one, it's just how big of, a, of of an athlete he is. But, two, the granddaughter or someone related to the person who makes the Lombardi trophies, like that family that, like, is the silversmith, she came out on Twitter and was, like, basically, like, oh, like, this is so disrespectful to my family and to my uncle or dad or whoever the fuck makes these trophies. Eat like shit. Yeah, well, she got fucking pummeled on Twitter because everyone was like, yo— Take the fucking stick out of your ass and just enjoy the moment because first off, the trophy's fine. And second off, the only reason why your daddy has a fucking job is because all of us want to watch someone like Tom Brady clown around and fucking win six Super Bowls. Like, just well, fucking yeah. chill. Well, just I mean, chill. We're well, all on the same all, team. Se- we're, seven we're all- Super Bowls. What? Seven Super Bowls. Yes. Holy. Wait, what? He has seven Super Bowls. Does he really? Uh, he I think seven. he's seven for ten, isn't he? He has seven? I think he has seven. Andrew, is this I'm one like, of those things? Hold on. Is this we'll one of those? S- uh, let's, let's look it up. I'm like 90. I'm 68% positive. Let's go with that. I'm 68% positive. Yes. Is it is seven? Is it, he's I only thought lost one, three. I thought Joe Montana had five, and that's why he's Ooh, he's six. Let's, let's see here. I thought it was look seven. Look it up. Oh, God. Tom Brady. It's going to actually be way Super- more embarrassing for you because – this is your be. forte. This is your forte, and you caught oh, me on it. Yep, he has six Super Bowls. Why <laughs> do I feel like seven? I, he's fucked, been, dude. How many has he lost? Though he's only lost three. He's lost two. I don't the keep Giants. track. I don't keep track of losses. I'm sorry. I don't oh, keep track that's... of losses. He lost to the Seahawks. Yeah. No. Uh, no, he didn't. They. He beat the Seahawks. Okay. Well. Well, technically, he didn't beat the Seahawks. Fucking Butler beat the Seahawks. Malcolm Butler. But... Uh. Okay. Well, listen. I, lost... I don't keep track of losses. Sorry. I. I only keep track of wins. Do you? Because if you can name the, if you say that and then can name the wins, I believe that. I can name the wins. All of them. Uh, I mean, look, look, look. Hold on. I know what you're trying to do. I know what you're trying to do. <laughs> no, no. I, I'll you're take the blame to, on this. That's hundred percent me. Yeah, but uh, he's t- been to ten Super Bowls, though, right? I yes, he's been to ten Super Bowls because he's played for twenty years. So like, he's got a fifty percent Super Bowl rate. Right, but I thought he had more than six because I thought I thought he was six for nine, and now he's seven for ten. I'm sorry, I don't know what to tell you. You were wrong, Andrew. He's no, only- I was right. I did the thing I did before, motherfucker. I read the goddamn thing that Google pops up it says six Super Bowl wins. But if you actually go to his fucking uh, this uh, this site here, it says he's got seven rings. Okay, I was so, right. So Fuck now you're mad world. that you l- researched it that- wrong. 
Well, I mean, I to be fair, I don't know if I because like, <laughs> I didn't I look it up research. just now. You looked it up just now. I don't, I don't know you, if I I would call what I just did research, but okay. Well, here's you always go to Wikipedia. Don't trust fucking Google. Don't trust the top thing on Google. Yeah, yes, he's a seven-time Super Bowl champion. Your reputation is intact. He lost two Thank to the Giants. God. I almost had a stroke. and he lost one to, to the, the Eagles. Eagles. Yes. Okay. Which, so, I mean, so technically he should be eight for 10 because he should have won both of those Giants games, but he <laughs> should have lost to the Seahawks. Imagine being a two-time Super Bowl champion where you beat the greatest quarterback of all time and you're not even considered the best quarterback in your family. No, that's true, 100%. And he's <laughs> he's not even going to be second best because uh, what's his name? Oh Arch, Arch Manning is going to be a monster apparently. Apparently, well, he's got to win some Super Bowls. Uh, well, I mean, I don't what, what think a fucking be an issue. Tom Brady's not going to be in the league anymore, so it'll be easy. <laughs> I mean, Patrick Mahomes is going to be the next Brady. Uh, so let's calm and down. And then Lamar is going to be the next. Lamar better be. I traded for him in fantasy. Yeah, you did. Okay, where the fuck were we? Where where were we? Oh yeah, the Lombardi Trophy and you getting pissed off about no, not me, but other people did too. Don't act like that was not a thing when that happened. Yeah. Okay. So anyway, going back to the Lombardi incident of Tom Brady throwing it from a boat, the some lady on Twitter who's connected to the family that makes the fucking trophies was like, "This is disrespectful," and everyone clowned on her because right, it's just not even something to waste your breath on. Okay, right. but going back. To the guy Again. with the shoeies, the Bam Bam, the guy who knocked out Greg Hardy, he was fucking electric, and he drank out of someone's shoe. He didn't drink out of a trophy. No, I know. I'm just, I'm just saying. I feel like beer. It just the beer reminded me of uh, mm. the the what's it called the uh, I can't the what the the NHL the Stanley Cup Cup Stanley <laughs> Cup. There you go. Okay, uh, okay. Now let's get to the main uh, main fight of the night: McGregor and Poirier. McGregor, obviously. Uh, this is the third time that these guys were facing each other. McGregor won the first match. Poirier won the second. And that was the, this year. Like, the fight was not that long ago. It was this no, year. No, it was not. Poirier wins the second match. So this was the rematch of all rematches. Obviously, McGregor's the biggest shit talker. Before the match, before the fight, leading up to the fight this week, he even said that he was going to have Poirier leave on a stretcher. Those were his words. He said, Poirier's leaving the fucking ring in a stretcher. And, and then he left in a stretcher. And of course, right after the first round. So this is what happened. I'm sure you saw the highlights on Twitter, right? That's what you said. Yeah, Andrew? absolutely. Yeah, sorry. I had, I coughed. I had my mute, mic muted. You can't. Um, look. Yeah, no, after, was- the, after the whole Zeke incident of chewing your Ethernet cable, you can't go silent on me. Yeah, I'm gonna start I, freaking uh, out. Well, I'm I don't gonna want start the audience to hear me coughing. I'm gonna, I'm gonna start freaking out. I don't even care about your summer cold that you've had for like a week now. I actually I get a COVID test tomorrow. I don't. just in case. Wait, Andrew, but you're vaccinated. You're fully I vaxxed. am. I'm double vaxxed, baby. Damn, dude. Uh, I actually have a funny COVID story to tell you after this. But uh, uh, let's get to the fight. Let's get back to the fight. Uh, right. M- the fine, the first round, I and mean, we obviously the only round of the fight. Poirier had it locked up because he was he, wailing on McGregor against the cage, and literally on it. I'm I'm saying this as a McGregor fan because I like McGregor. I like watching him play. I will continue to buy McGregor fights because he's just a shit talking genius. That I just sure. I love. He's an entertainment machine, right? I had Poirier read though, was going to win that. Yeah, fight. he was up against the fight or up against the cage. But I heard McGregor landed like eighty percent of his shots. Uh, I would. I think Poirier was going to win that fight. It based off of the first round. I think Poirier had that fight. He. I don't know. I think he's a better fighter. I don't know how well, good of a fighter McGregor is anymore. That's fair. He's older and he's a little bit more seasoned now. Um, and he'll sell tickets, like you said. Um, I, I Again, I didn't watch it, so I'm not going to pretend like I could call it. Just what I had read was a very similar, you know, telling is uh, he had him up against the cage, but McGregor landed a lot of his shots. So, I mean, if it would have just stayed the same and went to decision, it could have been anybody. Um, but the way it looked was that McGregor was going to get knocked out. Right. Um, and then right before the round ended... McGregor stands up, 
and then kind of steps back to punch and his back ankle just fucking snaps. Collapses. Have you yeah. seen the pictures? It's not pretty. Uh, no. And then he just fucking falls to the ground. He knew immediately that he was fucked. He knew immediately. Now, props to Dana White. He gets up there and he gets an interview with McGregor when he's on the fucking ground. That's not Dana White. <laughs> <laughs> was it wasn't Dana White. Who was that? Oh, That's no, Joe it was Rogan. Rogan. It was Rogan. I'm sorry. It was Rogan. That's what I meant. But it's um, funny because it's just a, they're just some big bald guys. <laughs> no, I know that. I, did, I didn't. I literally, I meant uh, Joe Rogan. I did but not they mean kinda, Dana White. But they kind of No, I get where that could be. Um, but Joe Rogan gets up there and gets his interview. And then uh, McGregor is promoting the next fight before he's even taken out of the ring. Dude, he's shit-talking Poirier, who's accepting, like, the, you know, like, he's getting fucking, like, uh, his hand raised for winning the fight. Well, McGregor and, was shouting that that should be a doctor's stoppage. It should not be a loss. Right. And then McGregor, well, and then Poirier said that he actually injured the ankle earlier in the fight, and that's the reason why it snapped. I don't know. I, I, I don't know. Yeah. No what, do you think that should be a doctor's stoppage, or should that be a win for Poirier? You break your fucking ankle in a fight, you're done. Sorry, like the other well, person wins. That's not always the case, though. Is what I'm saying. If if that were the case, it's like if you couldn't continue because of medical reasons, and then it was just 100 percent of the time a loss, there'd be nothing to talk about here. But that does happen where the doctors like doctor stoppage, and it doesn't count as a win or a loss. So that's why I'm curious. I don't I feel know like the a majority rules. of people. I'm too much like of a casual. A loss, but I'm too much of a casual fan to know all the ins and outs of Dr. Stoppage and all that. I will say that, in my opinion, if you break anything during a fight, it's, I mean, well, you're plus, out. they were checked healthy beforehand, right? Like, if they he had a hurt ankle before the fight, the doctors want to let him fight. Exactly. Right? It, it, so he was healthy, and then it happened during the fight. That's why I'm like, shouldn't have been a Dr. Stoppage. Definitely should have been a loss. I, again, I was kind of curious about your opinion. And honestly, it could have, it actually could have been Poirier. It could have been Poirier, yeah, a strike that that Poirier landed earlier that actually caused uh, him to break it later on in the fight when he put too much pressure on it. Uh, but going back to McGregor's shit talking, he's literally, you know, sitting down, Joe Rogan sitting down next to him, getting an interview. A great, great job by Joe Rogan to get that interview, by uh, the yeah, way. Yeah, that's the content, baby. Exactly. Uh, and he's getting, you know, his fucking leg casted and, you know, wrapped. And he's just still talking shit to Poirier, talking about his wife being in his DMs and everything like that while he's on the ground with a broken ankle. And Poirier is just like, dude. <laughs> I mean, that's he's the like, beauty. I'm that's the, yeah, the, yeah. That's what, that's, that's what you watch McGregor. Exactly. Exactly. Like people were like, oh, such a shit move by McGregor to talk about Poirier's wife, you know, so unclassy. It's like, dude, have you met McGregor? Like, he's not a classy guy. Like, he's literally. Well, yeah, so what did you think? Was he's a douchebag. He's a douchebag. That's how he's made his money, just being an asshole to people. He, yeah, don't stop now. He's going to ride that until he dies. That's why we're watching should. him. That's how, you make, yeah. that's how you make it, baby. I, I thought it was hilarious that he was calling out his wife. I mean, Poirier has all the right to be pissed off. I would be too if I was sure. in his shoes and my wife was being called out by some dude that I just beat up. Broke, but yeah, I just broke his ankle. Literally <laughs> exactly. broke his ankle. And he's just sitting there. He's just sitting there. And, just it's, and it's like, it's so interesting too because if that's like at a bar or something, that dude's fighting him again. He's like, I don't care if your ankle's broken. I'm going to kill you. But it's like in a professional quote-unquote professional setting where he's like, I could beat the shit out of you now for sure, but I can't because that's illegal. And I'll go to prison. Oh, man, dude. Uh, uh, what's next on the docket? Okay, so the next on the docket is the UEFA Euro 2020. Now, it's coming home. It's coming gonna... home, Andrew. Uh, is that really happening? It's coming Rome. <laughs> yes. It's okay, coming Rome. So I, I saw the, uh, the tattoo. I saw that tattoo picture. The, uh, the it's coming home and so funny. Uh, that's that's fucking off. I hate when people get those tattoos. It's never a good idea to call your shots with a tattoo. It's like it, I think it's tacky in general, but at least wait until it's actually happened. Like you're gonna look like a huge jackass. Well, it's you're just asking. Yeah, exactly. You're just asking for people to make fun of you when your dreams don't end up happening. If you want to be like bold and you want to like predict a winner of something that hasn't happened yet just sports bet 
at least you'll make money off of it if it actually comes true. And or, or just get the tattoo of the uh, of the actual of just the logo, right? And then have a score oh. box on it, and don't put anything in it. And then if they win, <laughs> you know, fill in the score box. And if they don't, leave it blank. Wait for the next run. Exactly, I like that. Yeah, d- just get the team's logo. Just get the team's logo. No one's going to think twice. It's like, yeah, that person really loves England. He's got an England flag on his fucking cap. Yep, That's cool. Exactly. Oh, look, he's a really big Miami Dolphins fan. That's cool. No, he they're not going to win. tattooed his entire body orange and blue. <laughs> no, they're not going to win the the 56th Super Bowl. But, you know. Uh, but they yeah. could. Uh, to me, this was perfect because I was rooting for Italy. Uh, I am not a fan of the Brits. I don't even think they should have been in the finals because I think Denmark got screwed by that penalty kick that Harry Kane, uh, you know, scored on at the semifinals and pushed England to the championship. I was rooting for Italy. They're the pros. Uh, they've got better people on their team that I like, like Cialini, who looks like Count Olaf. He's a <laughs> bad-looking motherfucker. Count Chocula. But he- <laughs> But dude, he looks. I love him. I, I he's a he's a veteran. He's been on. I mean, he's been playing soccer since I f- like was paying attention to it, playing FIFA in high school. You know, like. Um, but it couldn't have ended any better with penalty kicks. More poetically, more poetic in Wembley. I mean, the queen was there, the king was there, their little fucking son was there, all dapper and dressed in a little tuxedo or whatever, and they're all watching, and it all comes down to penalty kicks, and of course, England can't, I well, let's give credit, well, England missed at least one penalty kick that I saw that didn't even, the keeper didn't even need to save, but a big shout out, big credit goes to Italy's goalkeeper, because I believe he saved two. And that guy yes, is really good. He he's really good at PKs. Uh, Italy also had to battle Spain uh, to get to the championship, and Italy beat Spain in PKs. So I, the goal is really fucking good. Good, good. Did you even watch this I, game? Am I just? Do you want no, me just? God no! I did not watch this. What did you do on Sunday? What did you do on Sunday? What did I do on Sunday? Well, I checked the highlights for Wimbledon. Okay, well, checked, we'll talk about Wimbledon next. Yes, we will. I checked the highlights for um, for what's it called for the fight? You know, for the main fight, and then I checked the uh, um, uh, the upcoming stuff for the home run derby, which is going on, I believe, right now. It is going on right now, and we'll get to that. Stephen A. is in hot water, dude. It's yeah, he actually hilarious. issued an apology today. I, he no-tapped it. He no-tapped he it. You know you it. fucked up when you have to and tweet a picture. <laughs> you have to tweet a picture. My apology cannot fit within 260 characters. Please forgive me. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, well, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Uh, okay, so, yeah, Italy wins. England, massive heartbreak at home in front of the Queen and the royal family. Fuck the Brits. You can keep your tea. Uh, Wimbledon. Okay. Uh, Djokovic wins, I think his 20th, the Joker, baby wins his 20th grand slam. And I mean, he's going to be the greatest tennis player of all time. better than Uh, Federer, better than Rafael Nadal. He will be, he will be the greatest tennis player of all time. Yeah. I, I, once uh, Federer was knocked out, I was positive that, uh, the Joker would win. I just, there's no way around it. I don't think aside from injury, um, but uh, good for him. He deserves it. I mean, he is a fucking baller. Every single time I watch him play, it's insane. Okay, you got nothing else to add to that? <laughs> well, here's stopped? the thing, Andrew. You talk like you it's like a run-on sentence. Like you talk and the way that you end your sentences makes it seem like you're going to say something I just else. expect that I'm going to get interrupted by you and then you don't <laughs> sometimes. So that, sometimes <laughs> I just Sometimes I want to give you, you know, your airtime. I mean, we are a 50-50 you do podcast. Not. You never want to do that. <laughs> Fucking liar. We are we are a 50-50 podcast. I mean, we're just we're just two guys talking about sports. Uh, but I Why it, would I ever want to interrupt you, Andrew? Why the fuck would I ever want to? Listen, I'm not an interrupter. I, did, I was doing the Wimbledon challenge for one of my uh, draft Olympics events. I think I got third or fourth 
Um, I had Federer winning a lot of his matches, but after he got knocked out, I switched to Djokovic, and then uh, that helped me out. I didn't get first. Um, You're allowed to switch? Yeah, so you pick who you think is going to win per round. You're not picking a player to Uh, take through the entire tournament. Okay. Yep, and then you get points assigned based on that. I had Serena early as well, and then she obviously left because of her ankle. Um, So that is kind of why I ended up in that spot. I think if I would have gone with the less popular route and grabbed some points early from that, maybe I could have squeezed first, but... Djokovic, I believe, is going for his calendar Grand Slam, which has only been done once ever in the history of tennis. That's winning all four majors in one calendar year. So he's got that. He just has, I believe, the U.S. Open is the only one that's left. And I also believe he's competing in the Tokyo Games coming up. So if he somehow manages to get a gold medal and then complete the Grand Slam this year, no one will ever touch that. No one, no one. He I will mean, be the Michael the- Phelps. He will be the Michael Phelps of because I mean the only like think about think about records that will never get broken. I think of Michael Phelps with his gold and medals, his long putt, oh, and, <laughs> and his long putt, and I think Tom Brady and his seven Super Bowls. Uh, yeah. I I mean even Jordan I think is going to get past pretty soon with his i mean rings. i'm not talking about like bill russell who has like fucking 11 or sure. whatever but uh i think that michael phelps and tom brady's super bowl records and gold medal records i don't think they'll ever get broken i really don't maybe even yeah, i don't know who I'm has more then. i think serena williams you, i don't know who saying, has more you saying bolt is i mean he's an incredible runner but i don't think like, he's got a crazy amount of medals Oh, maybe Simone Biles has a ton of medals, right? Yeah, maybe, maybe. I, I'm not a, a big gymnast, although I'll probably get into I'll get into all the sports with the upcoming Olympics. Win I'll Olympics get into all of it. Yeah, we will. And then I'll God, forget I about it the for. Luge. And then I'll, that's. <laughs> I'll forget about it in the next, you know, in four years, and then I'll, I'll relearn it. I'll relearn it. We again. only need two years because you know you get the Winter Olympics. Well, Andrew, it, I, there's no gymnastics in the Winter Olympics. Just uh, like there's no the luge. <laughs> just, oh my god! I mean, can you imagine the summertime luge? They're all in like swim trunks, and it's fucking. It's like one of those slides at like Lost Island or something. Cool Runnings, the Jamaican bobsled <laughs> team. Oh god! <laughs> You're uh, fucking okay, what's, summertime. What's next cold. on the list? We got we got a time limit here. No, we don't. Yeah, we do. Don't time don't time check us in our own podcast. That's we, my job. No, it's not. Your job is to be a clown and to come up with clown takes that I can fucking call you a clown on and then we fight about it. That's your job. Well, your job is to fine, say stupid fine shit. Then. My my take is that we are taking the amount of the perfect amount of time. Now you correct me. I don't how <laughs> I, I just shut the fuck up. Okay, let's talk Sons Bucks. Sure. Y- Yesterday, the, the most recent game, Sunday night game three. Uh, okay, now listen, I'm not going to call anyone out. Okay, but sure. we have a B3T sports analyst, a data analyst, the that, only analyst we've ever mentioned ever, <laughs> that doesn't really understand sports analysts when it comes no, to get when it comes to finals. Well, I think I would when it comes to finals because. This person, I, he will, he or she will be nameless, uh, messaged yeah, okay. in the B3T Slack channel, okay? And he said, not a basketball guy, but what am I missing? How are these the odds when Phoenix is leading the series 2-0? And then he posted the odds. Phoenix Suns were plus four and a half underdogs, and plus 165 money line. So the Bucks were favored by four and a half points. And so basically... This person can I, was like, "Can I tell you something here, though, that you're not going to like to hear?" Yeah, home field advantage. Listen, I, I, I 100% <laughs> agree. Hold on, hold on. I actually, I know, I know. I actually agree because the stats say otherwise, and it's not even really home field advantage. Although, if the Bucks were ever going to win a game in this series, it was going right. to be the first game at home because it was a must-win situation. Like you, they put, ha- it, yeah. Being down 3-0 would have been the dagger. But I just, like, the fact that 
our B3T Sports. It's Alec, okay? It's Alec. I'm tired of saying <laughs> B3T Sports data analyst. That's too long of a position. But Alec, super smart guy. But how does he not know how hard it is to sweep? Even, this isn't even like a basketball thing. This is uh, any sort of sports thing, whether it's the Stanley Cup, whether it's the World Series. To sweep a team 4-0 is so incredibly hard. It is so yeah, incredibly I hard. I wouldn't say that he had an issue with the idea that they like that he I don't think I'm gonna speak for him here. I don't think he thought <laughs> that they wouldn't get swept. I think that he was curious about why the odds were what they were as opposed to you know what I mean? Does that make sense? Because it does the make odds, sense because that's what he said. That's what he said. Yeah, so. exactly. Like I don't I don't, <laughs> so I, do know. I don't want I don't want to look at this and go, Oh, he clearly thought that they were gonna sweep. No, he was just like they're already up to oh like why are these odds stacked this way and yeah i know that it's at home. i would i would have definitely thought that the bucks were going to win i probably would have bet that way i probably wouldn't have bet a spread though i probably would have just taken no i wouldn't have, i wouldn't have bet the spread either uh but four and a half was i don't know it was kind of now, generous well now here's the thing let's say the suns did win they're up 3-0 and he says this exact same thing i know it's hard to sweep but are we thinking the suns just sweep no, no, we don't. You because, wouldn't. You wouldn't have bet that. I would have bet that. Well, because the Bucks, uh, the game tomorrow is still in Milwaukee, so it would still oh, yeah, be at, absolutely. It would, it would still be at home. Now, I will say a stat: since 1980, a team that goes ahead two and zero in the NBA Finals has won 18 of 20 times. The next, the game. whole series. Or, no, 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 the, the whole, whole series. series. Okay, okay. So right. only, only twice. Only twice has a team come back from a 0-2 deficit to win the series. However, of those 18 series wins, only one series went to seven games. Eight went to six games. Three went to five, as we say, a gentleman's sweep, where the team only gets one win and the other team gets four. And then six sweeps. So since 1980, basically a team that goes up 2-0 has six sweeps out of so 30 percent of the time they sweep it is six divided by 18 is that 30 percent? well six well i thought it was six divided by 20 well no because it's well yeah i guess so um because the suns technically haven't won the series yet so right, right, i'm kind right. of already writing them off as winners but you're absolutely right so it is uh yeah it's but but that's that's 30%. interesting. I mean, again, the thirty percent isn't that crazy, and it I would never like. It, but say the seat the series just started, I would never go. Suns are sweeping, but I, at two zero, I I would think about it. I would think about making that bet. Like with somebody like you, who'd be like, that's not a, that's not happening, and you would have won it. But I, that's one of those bets where I'd go, give me like ten to one odds or something on like a five. Oh yeah, or like five to one odd. You know what I mean? Because that's what yeah. you would deserve if you're like betting something like that. Right. No, 30% is actually, I actually was too even, I was too lazy to even do the math. 30% is actually a solid number of times to sweep someone if you're up 2-0. So basically, doing stats, you have a 30% chance of the sun sweeping at that point. So it's right. not bad. It's actually not a bad bet. But no. the sports books knows this. The sports books no, know and that's the other thing. all the, sports the data. Books, of course. You know, so I just, Alec needs to... Pay more <laughs> no, I think I think I'm good at that one. <laughs> I'm joking. I think Alec, after I'm what joking. we've just done, I'm I'm good. With I'm absolutely one. joking. I'm joking. Well, I'm just a fucking fool. I'm just throwing shit at the wall and seeing what sticks. Okay. Uh, you want to talk home run derby? You want to talk about you know, home run derby? Huh? Yeah, Stephen A. Smith's a racist. Okay. Okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. Going for the throat. So, uh, if you didn't hear, Stephen A. Uh, has gotten Twitter and a bunch of people upset because he said, I believe on first take, that uh, Ohani, Otani, uh, Otani, he's like basically this this phenomenon from... Uh, he's insane. He is insane. He plays for the Angels. He's a pitcher, and he just fucking smokes bombs, dude. He is a pitcher he, that can fucking He hit a home go. run during the, during the warm-ups of the home run derby today. Yeah. It doesn't, yeah. He's a pitcher that can fucking hit dingers like fucking baby. I mean, people have called dingers. him dingers, yabos, baby. Fucking yabos. yabos. This man can yabo 
better than any pitcher I've ever seen. And a lot of people are saying he's the second coming of Babe Ruth. Okay. He is nuts. That's one endorsement to fucking get. Am I right? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Uh, So Otani uh, does not. He is from, I'm looking this up. He's from Japan. Okay. And so they love baseball over there. They do love baseball over there, but he doesn't speak English. So he needs a translator whenever he does interviews and stuff. And so basically Stephen A said that it's going to be a huge problem to have this kid as the face of Nash of right. Major League Baseball when he needs to have an interpreter when he can't even speak English. And I didn't I, I just, you know, read it on Twitter. I didn't actually watch first take who the fuck watches first take anymore. <laughs> but uh, that obviously got a lot of people upset because, <laughs> you, you know, like, uh, yeah, I I mean, again, I didn't watch it either i've only read the quote it's interesting because i get i think when i read it i get what Stephen a is trying to say that because i feel like he's saying it would be hard to be i don't think but i i don't know if he said he can't be right like he oh this guy can't be the face of baseball i think it i think he, it was more of a knock on the mlb than it was on Otani. Right, like saying like they wouldn't allow it. They wouldn't like, it would not be widely as accepted as it would be if like Judge were the face of the MLB. Right, right. I, I don't really know. But then he also, uh, to make matters worse, he also was talking about Nigeria because Nigeria beat the USA basketball team over the weekend. And Did uh, they really? They did, yes. The Nigeria basketball team beat USA with like Durant and Damian Lillard uh they you lost know to what that's, has t- that's that, that's on kevin durant's fault best basketball player in the world you fucking kidding me <laughs> well you should i actually did watch this video on twitter he literally starts like naming nigerian players he's like are you kidding me blah 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 blah, blah. like he can't say the nigerians names properly sure. but he like make he just purposefully slaughters all of the pronunciations of their names basically like basically like you're really like gonna lose to blah 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 like i don't even okay (laughs) he's like he's like at the same time though (laughs) if i would say the same thing about any european team about any japanese team and any other team like any team that's not the u.s team for basketball i'd be like are you really gonna lose to these guys that's nuts to me but it's. <laughs> I understand it's wrong like, because he can't pronounce these guys' names. But I'm just saying his sentiment isn't wrong. He just he shouldn't have said their names because he can't well, fucking pronounce. Yeah, no, them. he shouldn't have said. Look, I I fucking hate cancel culture, and I don't want Stephen A. canceled. I think that people. No, need he's to entertaining. Just, yeah, he is entertaining as fuck, and I think people need to just grow the fuck up and like stop feeling offended for other people. It's just funny as hell that Stephen A. was trying to pronounce these Nigerian names that he yeah, had he no chance of ever getting right and he's just like how could you lose to blah blah the, blah the best, blah the best part about that is that there's a producer to that show and this had to have been like i'm gonna read these names and that producer's like do not read those names and he's like okay I will. and then he comes out he's like i'm gonna read the names exactly dude i don't it was not a good look um so who knows uh he he notes after an apology about otani and also yeah. i don't think he said an apology for the nigerian <laughs> slaughter fest no, of one thing at a time <laughs> but we'll see we'll see what unfolds now let's talk about the home run derby because it is happening right now uh and i'm pretty sure otani was eliminated in the first round that's sad so that but is the home sad. run derby is kind of like it could be anyone's win it's just a fucking game like it's just a yeah, fucking yeah who fucking cares? <laughs> like it's like the dunk contest, you know? Like no, it's absolutely. really entertaining it's like, it's to watch. Fine, but it's not gonna determine anything for you. There's no exactly, there's no real skill. You're not gonna like get a bonus on your maybe you will, but maybe I wouldn't will, think I that you get a bonus on your contract if you win the home run derby. No one's gonna put you in the Hall of Fame because you won the dunk contest. Uh okay. There are two final things I want to talk about. COVID? No. Did you want to talk about COVID? Well, do you have it? I don't know yet. We'll, we'll find out tomorrow. Or by peas. tomorrow, I mean you'll find out on fucking Thursday or Friday. <laughs> Tease and um, peas. Uh, okay, so did you see the DK Metcalf video of him? He did a box jump. I did not see this, but I heard about this, and I heard it was insane. He did a one-legged 42-inch box jump with a medicine ball in his hand. Should we do right? – wait, hold on. Andrew, should we do bottom of the barrel? 
Oh, do you want to do bottom of the barrel? There's a All right, much. this is There's bottom of the barrel. This is bottom of the barrel with Andy Heideman, where he reads you all the top news in the NFL. Uh, okay, so first things first, uh, let's talk about um, You're Drew just not going to talk about DK? <laughs> uh, well, we'll, we'll get we'll get to that because there's a, there's a thing I want to do with that. Um, okay. But there is okay. So Tariq Cohen he tore his ACL last year. Um, there is being rumored that he might not be ready for uh, camp. So Boo. or might not be ready for the season. They're monitoring that with camp. Come on, Tariq. I give it. I give that. Actually, I give that a C because I like Tariq Cohen. I give that a C because if he doesn't play, that sucks. Um, do you know who Barkevius Mingo is? No, but what a name. Yeah, I know, right? Um, he was a player for the Falcons. How could you lose played- to Martavius Blingo? Well, how could you lose thing. to him? How could, he- how could the USA team lose to Martavius Blingo? <laughs> exactly. Uh, he, I don't know what position he plays. I don't even know this man. But the the news that we have on him is that he played for the Bears. He was on contract with the Falcons. They've terminated his contract because I think he, uh, I believe that he was convicted of inappropriate uh, sexual activities with a minor. You hate to see it. I hate to see yeah, it. And then the final, I give it, I give that an F because that is bad. That is bad. F is bad. Um, and the final bit of news, Fox Sports is hiring Mark Sanchez to be an NFL game analyst. A plus, A plus, <laughs> I love me some Mark Sanchez, baby. I love me some Mark Sanchez. I'm glad I get to see his beautiful mole face on TV <laughs> yet again. But anyway, back to what I, that, that's bottom of the barrel. That's it. Bottom that's of the barrel, I the give the whole, is. I give the whole segment a D plus. Actually, sure. I give it an F because of the, the sexual yeah, conduct no, that's with fair. the minor. Have to. My hands uh, are okay. tied. No so, pun intended. <laughs> rough. So DK made that 42-inch box jump. That's super impressive. Uh, you should check it out after this if you haven't seen it. But Tristan Wirfs put out a video. Rookie, no longer rookie. Rookie last year, offensive lineman for the Bucks, went in the first round for them. He did a 48-inch seated box jump. I need to see vest. these. I need to see these. I need to go on Twitter and watch this because what you're saying to me I can't picture. I can't imagine. I, I heard the DK Metcalf box jump, but what you just said makes no sense to me. You might as well just say he flew over the Empire State Building. Like, I don't understand how a human well, can here, do I, How that. about this? I, I, I just sent one to you, and I sent the other one to you right now. So you go ahead and watch those. I'm watching. Well, did leisure. you really have to? MSN, really? MSN.com? I just sent you the links. Dude, I'm going to have to watch, like, a hundred ads just to what i thought look at this i have to watch fit 30 second ads for this i was well, hoping for a twitter for do a plug for him no i'm not gonna do this this is stupid you need to no you want me to download this? these videos and send them to you personally you want me to embed them you, into my fucking messenger chat and no. then you send me a google link and the google link is just a google search of dk metcalf box jump that's not yeah but it's the me. number one fucking video on the that's search not helping like, how I'm lazy not are you no, I'm not clicking on that. I expect a Twitter, like a Twitter video, so I can literally just click onto Twitter. I you don't watch to... anything I send you anyway. I don't know why I did this. Yes, I do, Andrew. Yes, I absolutely do. That is unbelievably false. Uh oh, just looking at our messages. I got a new personal best. I went bowling Friday oh, night God. with my wife. I what my wife. My wife. And I I think before this, my best record uh my best bowling round was probably like 160 and even that was like i probably won't touch it again i got a 180 at timber lanes bowling alley i say in place just in case yeah well just you know just just giving them a shout out because they are my home uh let's see going frame by frame i got a strike a strike a spare a spare an eight a spare 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 eight I mean, what? That's insane. That's in. That's insanity. Wow, I don't know about insanity. I mean, I could have gotten a couple more strikes, but I mean, one eighty. Get the fuck out of here. Get that's the fuck good. out of here. What's your best bowling score? God, I wish I'd fucking knew. I have no idea. I think probably like one fifty six, something like that's that. A, such a pretty good. Uh, but you know what we should do when and if you ever come to fucking Chicago again is <laughs> obviously go to a Cubs game. Sure, they're they're terrible right now. So tickets are really so cheap. So tickets, yeah, tickets are good. 
Tickets are good, but we'll chickens. go back to we'll go back to Timber Lanes because this place I want you to experience it because I walked in there and I instantly felt like I was in Iowa again. I'm oh not even God. joking. That's this perfect. place, this place is on it, tap. yeah. This place is uh, Iowa slice of heaven in the in the middle of the city. I swear to God. So, do, but you know what's funny though, because most people. When you would tell them that exact phrase, people would think, oh, you know, like, that's cool for him because he misses it. You walked in there and you're like, we got to fucking leave. <laughs> yeah. We already paid for the lane. God damn it. But if I didn't, I we would be so out Yeah, exactly. But I can't be here anymore. I'm not going to lie. I got a little nostalgic. There was, there was some nostalgia there. Uh, I, uh, I, I, I was, did enjoy uh, it. I, you know, the other day I was looking at uh, our old pizza place where we used to go and I was I was kind of like, we'll never trivia do trivia night. there ever again. Team Mothman, never again. Team Mothman. For the longest time, we couldn't win trivia night, even when there was one night where it was just us and two other teams. But Dude, it, we finally won, and I think we won back-to-back because we got we two did titles. Win back-to-back. We got two titles under our belt. Good times. I, I think that's it, right? We, we nailed everything? I think we did, man. Grapefruit. Grapefruit. Normally, you can only get this technique in one of my classes, but I wanted to share this with you because I believe every man should get grapefruited. When you grapefruit your man, it's going to feel as if you are giving him head and fucking him at the same time. Every time I come around your city, bling, bling. Every time I come around your city, bling, bling. Every time I come around your city, bling, bling. Every time I come around your city, bling, bling. Every time I come around your city, bling, bling. Every time I come around your city, bling, bling. Valentino summers and wave runners. Chains on my niggas like slave runners. Drug dealers anonymous. Valentino summers and wave runners. Chains on my niggas like slave runners. Drug dealers anonymous. How many Madonnas can that Mazda fit? My brick talk is more than obvious. It's ominous. Garage is the phantom. Ghouls, ghosts, and goblins. Blonde Mohawk, the collection. I'm Dennis Rodman. No better feeling would he ever get than being grapefruited. No better feeling would he ever get Every time I come around your city, bling bling. Every time I come around your city, bling bling. Every time I come around your city, bling bling. Every time I come around your city, bling bling. Every time I come around your city, bling bling. Every time I come around your city, bling bling. Time to hit the showers, cause baths are for babies. <laughs>